Thank you and welcome to our podcast my personal library. I am Pragna Tarikoti, a filmmaker by profession, and I'm going to read and share my personal thoughts on some of my favorite stories from various books, authors, genres, etc. And a small disclaimer. Rights of these stories are with the respective publishers or authors. This podcast is produced by Pixels Unlimited and narrated by me, that is Pragna Tarikoti. I'm going to read a story written by Kate Chopin. Kate Chopin was born Catherine O'Flaty in St. Louis on February 8, 1850. She is an American writer best known for her stories about the inner lives of sensitive daring women. Her novel The Awakening and her short stories are read and known around the world. The Kiss by Kate Chopin. It was still quite light out of doors. But inside with the curtains drawn and smoldering fire sending out a dim uncertain glow the room was full of deep shadows Brantin sat in one of these shadows it had overtaken him and he did not mind the obscurity lent him courage to keep his eyes fastened as ardently as he liked upon the girl who sat in the firelight she was very handsome with a certain fine rich coloring that belongs to healthy brune type She was quite composed as she idly stroked the satiny coat of the cat that lay curled in her lap. And she occasionally sent a slow glance into a shadow where her companion sat. They were talking low of indifferent things which plainly were not the things that occupied their thoughts. She knew that he loved her, a frank blustering fellow without guile enough to conceal his feelings and no desire to do so. For 2 weeks past he had sought her society eagerly and persistently. She was confidently waiting for him to declare himself and she meant to accept him. The rather insignificant and unattractive Brantain was enormously rich and she liked and required the entourage which wealth could give her. During one of the pauses between the talk of the last tea and the next reception the door opened and a young man entered whom Brantain knew quite well. The girl turned her face toward him. A stride or two brought him to her side and bending over her chair before she could suspect his intention for she did not realize that he had not seen his visitor. He pressed on an ardent lingering kiss upon her lips. Brantain slowly arose, so did the girl arise, but quickly and newcomer stood between them, a little amusement and some defiance struggling with the confusion in his face. I I believe stammered Brantain. I see that I have stayed too long. I I had no idea that is I uh, I must wish you goodbye. He was clutching his hat with both hands and probably did not perceive that she was extending her hand to him. Her presence of mind had not completely deserted her, but she could not have trusted herself to speak. Hang me if I saw him sitting there Natty. I know it's deuced awkward for you. but i hope you will forgive me this once this very first break why what's the matter don't touch me don't come near me she returned angrily what do you mean by entering the house without ringing i came in with your brother as i often do he answered coldly in self justification he went upstairs and i came in here hoping to find you the explanation is simple enough and ought to satisfy you that misadventure was unavoidable but do say that you forgive me natalie he entreated softening 
forgive you? You didn't know what you're talking about. Let me pass. It depends upon a good deal whether I ever forgive you. At that next reception which she and Brantain had been talking about, she approached the young man with delicious frankness of manner when she saw him there. Will you let me speak to your moment or two, Mr. Brantain? She asked with an engaging but perturbed smile. He seemed extremely unhappy, but when she took his arm and walked away with him, seeking a retired corner, a ray of hope mingled with the almost comical misery of his expression. She was apparently very outspoken. Perhaps I should not have sought this interview, Mr. Brantain, but, but oh, I have been very uncomfortable, almost miserable, since that little encounter the other afternoon. When I thought how you might have misinterpreted it and believed things, hope was plainly gaining the ascendancy of misery in Brantain's round, guileless face. Of course, I know it's nothing to you, but for my own sake, I do want you to understand that Mr. Harvey is an intimate friend of long standing. Why? Why we have always been like cousins, like brother and sisters, I may say. He's my brother's most intimate associate and often fancies that he's entitled to the same privileges as the family. Oh, I know it's absurd, uncalled for, to tell you this, undignified even. She was almost weeping. But it makes so much difference to me what you think of, of me. Her voice had grown very low and agitated. The misery had all disappeared from Brantain's face. Then you do really care what I think, Miss Natalie. May I call you Miss Natalie? They turned in a long, dim corridor that was lined on either side with tall, graceful plants. They walked slowly to the very end of it. When they turned to retrace their steps, Brantain's face was radiant and hers was triumphant. Harvey was among the guests at the wedding and he sought her out in a rare moment when she stood alone. Your husband, he said smiling, has sent me over to kiss you. A quick blush suffused her face and round polished throat. I suppose it's natural for a man to feel and act generously on an occasion of this kind. He tells me he doesn't want his marriage to interrupt wholly that pleasant intimacy which has existed between you and me. I don't know what you have been telling him with an insolent smile, but he has sent me here to kiss you. She felt like a chess player who by clever handling of his pieces sees the game taking the course intended. Her eyes were bright and tender with a smile as they glanced up into his and her lips looked hungry for the kiss which they invited. But you know, he went on quietly, I didn't tell him so. It would have been seemed ungrateful. But I can tell you, I have stopped kissing women. It's dangerous. Well, she had Brantain and his million left. A person can't have everything in this world. And it was a little unreasonable of her to expect it. Review The Kiss Kate Chopin portrays how deceitful a character could be. She reveals that a person should not be judged only by his or her appearance. In this short story, she tells us a self-seeking story of a Natalie. She's in love with Harvey and Branton at the same time. She chose Branton because he is very rich and if she marries him, she thinks that her life will be better. Is the purpose of the story is to show how despite how formidable a woman is, she is still bound to social constraints around her. Considering the time it was written in, I wonder if Natalie accepted Branton more because of the security than a personal materialism. 
Hope you like the story written by Kate Chopin, the blind man. I am Pradna Talikoti. You are listening to my personal library, the podcast. You can subscribe, rate and review on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get the podcast. To know more, please follow Pixels Unlimited on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you for your time. Keep on listening.